Hi, I'm David Hemphill. Hey, and I'm Andrew Delfredi. Hey, I'm TJ Miller. Hey, I'm Chris Gamir. I'm Jake Bennett. And I am Michael Dorinda. And welcome to the third annual Sound Down 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 Take it away, Mr. Del Preti. All right, guys. Well, I cannot believe it's been a year since actually some of us has talked. I mean, maybe just me. Y'all were at Laricon. Multiple Laricons. Yeah, that's true. Well, some of you. Yeah, some of us made it to multiple Laricons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's crazy. So, yeah, it's, I'm kind of the odd man out. I, I didn't go. To, Chris, did you go to Laricon this last year? 2008? Okay. Yep. I was in the U.S. Uh, just for the first gotcha. day, though. Okay. Well, so, yeah, this is the first time for me to talk to some of y'all in the whole, a whole year, so really excited about this but um anyway yeah it's been an awesome year for us uh lots lots happened and we are going to share a little bit with that a little bit with you about that now and uh we wanted to go over the three things that we are most proud of uh that we accomplished this year uh so lots like i said lots have happened for each of us new jobs new uh ventures and speaking conferences uh houses and all kinds of stuff so who wants to go first let's start with david david's right up at the top of the list he's the most tired so i want to get david right you know do him a favor get him out of the way at first so he can uh, just sleep through the rest of ours trying to think of three things well i mean (laughs) obviously the biggest thing for me i guess what launched laravel nova which was a a moderate success i guess um it's two out of five two stars. Out of five, yeah. Yeah, two, two, out of five. two is generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I got to speak at Laracon AU later. Not about Nova, but still worked out pretty good. <clears throat> Your house, well, dude. Third. Your house, yeah, I wish bro. I would prepared better for that. Oh yeah, I guess I'm in the Congrats, new house. Yeah, man. that's true. That's a good accomplishment. Yeah, looks gorgeous. Right in time for Christmas. Yeah, looks really nice. Absolutely. Those floorboards. Those floorboards are love it. Yeah, love them. That's what my wife was saying. She saw the pictures of your floors and she was like, "Oh my gosh, I want that for our house." So thanks. You're already uh, giving me to do list (laughs) items for my house. It's pretty nice little floor. I think it's a beautiful house. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, let's see what's, so should we, let's just keep going down the list with, uh, what kind of what we had for the intro. So David, that's you. And then Andrew, you're up next, my friend. Sure. Yeah. So this year was, was quite exciting for me. I mean, I think it started off with Egghead, I think maybe. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Egghead Mm. was December, January, something like that. So yeah, I, I had set a goal for recording like 50 videos on Egghead by the end of the year. And I, I got through like 30 of them. Uh, which was quite the accomplishment, but right at that 30 mark, I started going through, you know, another type of change, which was, uh, you know, looking for work. So 
back in May, I started looking, putting my resume out there, interviewing and all that, and ended up landing an awesome job at Webflow. I'm super excited about it. I've been there since October 8th, I think. That's so quite the saga, dude. Almost three months. Seemed like you were yeah. in the job market like for like crazy. an eternity. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all were there. Oh, bro. You, out of everybody, this group was there for me and, and helped me out. So I appreciate all of you very, very much for that. So Yeah, it was super cool to hear yeah. your experience, honestly, as like a person who's looking to hire people right now. It was really valuable to listen yeah. to your like most recent uh, or one of your most recent episodes in Dads and Dev and just kind of hear about the different uh, ways that people kind of handled you in their interview and hiring process. Uh, so that was really valuable, yeah. I feel like, for people who are in that space who need to do hiring. You know, just take away some valuable lessons from what to do and what not to do. Seems like Webflow did everything right, though. I, I agree. It was definitely a huge contrast between them and the rest of the companies. So, yeah, I think I landed at the right spot. Uh, and I'm excited to see what like the future holds uh, with Webflow. So, And if you haven't tried Webflow, go, go give it a shot. It's uh, free for the most part, unless you're going to uh assign yourself like a uh you know like a real domain or i think like e-commerce and things like that but you can go get started and try out the tool uh for free uh let's see so like the third thing is i lost 16 pounds wow since the first which Congrats, I'm, bro. I'm really pumped about so pump, thank you yeah so i've been working out at the gym which is the first year since i was like a teenager uh where i actually went to the gym consecutively like you know three or four times a week um, and yeah, I ran two half marathons and changed my diet up a bit other than the, uh, eggnog I've had like every day since Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so, but I'm still I'm keeping off the, keeping off the weight still. So yeah, those are the three for me. That's incredible. I'm actually going to change order here just because I'm interested to hear. So Michael, I know that, you know, one of your big things this year was hitting the gym every day. And it seems like I, I were like friends on the Apple watch activity thing, mm. right? And so you killed it for the vast majority of the year. How'd that, how'd that go for you? I did. I killed it every single day until I killed my knees. So <laughs> I think I got to 311 consecutive wow. days. That's incredible. Uh, Amazing, and thanks. Thanks. And um, yeah, so I've, I've been allowed back into the gym now for, I think this is my second week. I'm just about to start my third week. And it's, and it's a real slog. It's really slow going. Um, with the injury, I'd kind of, you know, you get down on yourself. You can't do anything. You're kind of just laying around all day. You know, I was feeling sorry for myself because I couldn't help Re out. And Eli had regressed in his sleeping. So Eli was, you know, waking every hour and there was nothing I could do to help because, you know, Re couldn't drop him with me so that she could get some rest because if he got up and needed, you know, if he needed a nappy change or if he needed a, a feed, I couldn't, you know, get up and, and do anything. So, uh, that, yeah, that made it <coughs> difficult. Um, you know, I jumped on the scales after six weeks Uh-oh. just to see what Uh-oh. had happened, and Let's hear it. No, my weight, <laughs> my weight had changed, which was good. But I suspect most of that lack of weight change was purely because of atrophy of the muscle in my yeah. leg. So I traded that. But now that I'm back in the gym, looking in those mirrors and going, "Ooh, need to need to do some work." But I, I can't really do any meaningful cardio at the moment because I'm still. You know, it's still slow going. It's still about rebuilding the muscle in that leg and getting the strength back up, which is probably still going to be another two or three months away. So, yeah. yeah. So, you probably hit like a couple of the things there that was kind of like your three things you're proud of. Um, 
But maybe you could just, um, since we're already on you, maybe you could just kind of summarize uh, your three things for us for the year. Yeah. Well, number one was becoming a father. Yeah. That congrats, was congrats, bro. That's awesome. Pretty special. Thank you. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a real uh, stressful thing for us because Eli was like born four months early. Uh, four months early. Jeez, Louise. Four, four, four months four early. early. Holy crap. Yeah, he's doing really well. No, so yeah, he was born four weeks premature. So he spent three of those four weeks in uh, nursery in intensive care at the hospital. And it was a lot of back and forth and working from home and driving to the hospital twice a day to to visit and feed and, you know, spend time with him. So, um, you know, we got through all of that and he's just gone six and a half months and we had our first Christmas together. It was amazing and he's just starting to develop his personality in that so yeah there's like that is my number one that's awesome man. i mean i didn't really do Super anything cool. re redid all the hard work i was well, just you did there something. for the ride i mean you did do something not in 2019 uh, yeah. but no no that was that was a, <laughs> yeah, not that in was 2018 a 2017 yeah, effort. yeah sure yeah 2017 goal so yeah and that's just been fun watching him grow we were you know he went to sleep last night and re and i were just laying in bed watching videos of of him and just how much he's grown and changed and all of that, and listening to his little cries then, and you know, comparing them to his roars now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, yeah, definitely number one. And then there's like a massive amount of daylight between that and number two, which was running Laracon. Uh, you know, getting That's that off crazy, the ground. Man. I can't believe you did that. And still, no, neither can I. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking I want to do it again next year. And I'm thinking I was already like well underway at this point last year. Oh yeah, it's um, true. Mm. But um, I think, because, oh, yeah. you know, I, I had no idea what I was getting myself into last time. So I think December, January was a bit early. So I've given myself a little bit more leeway. I probably won't get anything out until sort of February uh, about next next time. So that'll be good. It'll be nice that, you know, now I've got all the contacts in terms of media and print and video yeah, and, right. and all of that. you got those relationships really established, just, yeah. Yeah, we've got the relationships. So we've got some sponsors that I've spoken to already, you know, pretty much straight away. I said, you know, I'd love to engage with you again next year and they were all on board with it. So now that we've got one under our belt, it might be a bit easier to go and say, you know, we had this many people and we had a great turnout and, and whatever else. It might be a bit easier this time around. So, yeah, looking forward to doing that again. And then number, number three, well, number three was my... Uh, gym achievement i guess yeah you know, i mean that's I'd, huge yeah so and not not necessarily the the consecutive days but just actually having some meaningful progress and seeing that you know i was able to increase all of my weight across the four core uh lifts so the the squats the deadlifts the bench press and the shoulder shoulder press seeing meaningful increases in in what i could lift over the year um, so, yeah, those are those are my three. Hey, um, real quickly, so you have that uh, those like four core things or whatever you're talking about. Like, is there, there's a program that you guys use for that, right? What is that? Yeah, so it's the five three one program, uh, which Matt Matt Stauffer and and Adam Wadden spoke about on I think it was the Laravel podcast. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and it's yeah, so you basically you do sets of five, sets of three, sets of one, and variations of that across the four core lifts and it's really good because you you measure your progress you know what you can lift you know what you're aiming towards on every four week cycle and it just makes it easy to to measure that progress and and it also 
you know, you don't have to go and kill yourself for an hour and a half or two hours or three hours at the gym every time you go. Um, it really sort of speaks to going in. If you're having a bad day, like if you're tired, you go in and you just do your core lift for the day and then you get out of there. So you can be in and out in half an hour. That's nice. That's really nice, um, yeah. So, and it's all about just improving on those things. But um, yeah, that's been a, a blessing. I mean, I'm not, I don't have any interest in doing any competitions or anything like that, but just being able to um, see measured improvement over time is is really good. Yeah, awesome, man. Um, okay, next on the list is Mr. TJ Miller. I'm going to guess what one of yours is, but uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm going to see if I'm right, though. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, this year, I think my three, I've got like two main core accomplishments that I'm pretty stoked about. Um, one of them being like the speaking I did this year out at uh, Laracon US and out at Wave PHP. Um, one of them was like a conference talk. The other one was a like a you know, more of a like, half day workshop. Um, and I really enjoyed both of them. I really liked the workshop um, quite a bit. Um, one of the other things that I got off my plate this year uh, that I was really excited about was I started doing a lot more consulting work. Um, less on the writing code side of things and more on like the coaching mentoring side of things um, with a few different companies, but then also kind of uh, jumped into a bunch of work with Honey Badger and um, ended up putting together a bunch of new integrations, like a a generic PHP integration, but then also like a really, um, I think a pretty great like Laravel integration with that. Um, I was really, I'm really proud and excited with like how all that work turned out. And then uh, I guess my third thing for the year was a little bit more at the tail end of the year uh, as I started putting like a lot more focus on my like physical mental health. Um, Like I used to be like a pretty serious mountain bike racer and I haven't done anything in many years um, like fitness wise and like have totally fallen off the wagon. Like a couple years ago I started running and was running uh, like three or four miles every day and then... I don't know. I think like winter hit and I just like stopped. Um, yeah. In Detroit, yeah. <laughs> in Michigan. And yeah, I can see why you yeah. would quit. I mean, bro. I used to ride, like ride my bike year round, like in the snow and stuff too. But as I've gotten older, that's seemed less uh, interesting, but I've been the last month and a half. I've been at the gym, like five days a week, um, running and like lifting wow, a lot, which has been good. good for you. And then uh, really kind of like focusing on, on mental health. Um, I kind of like started gearing up after wave PHP to do the API course. And, uh, I, I've, I just had to like take a, take a minute and kind of sort out life and, you know, get, get my head game together. And, uh, I know I'm, I've been back at that too. So I'm pretty excited. Like that's like, going to be like a big goal for the next few months is get the API course done, but I'm, I'm deep in research and writing code for the course. So, feeling pretty good about that now very cool man hey i'm curious for your uh when you were running three or four miles or whatever did you use a program like couch to 5k or anything like that to no get up to that? i uh i used to play soccer um pretty competitively for eight or nine years so i just kind of like got out and started so doing many it. layers <laughs> tj so many layers to this man the mountain biking the soccer all of the skateboarding you've got under your belt yeah, yeah i basically man. like Mr. TJ, multi-talented. Yeah, he's he's got the whole thing. He's got the beard. 
He's got the skateboarding. He's got the tattoos. He's got the AirPods. You know, it's the whole thing. Yeah, I with with the running, I just got <laughs> out and um, I had kind of a set route that was like three miles, and every day that I went out and ran it, I just ran a little more and then walked until I could run again, and then you know ran a little more, and eventually I was able to just start running the whole like three miles. Just kind of worked up to it. That's cool, man. I really want to do that for this year. Yeah, I really want to like so. Well, I'll save it for, for my portion, but, um, I'd love to train actually for, to be able to like do some sort of, um, running in a 5k competitively, which sounds like, why would you do a 5k competitively? That's like one of those like very casual things, but we do one for work and I want to kick butt this year. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. One of my, like, like I, I know yeah, this yeah. is like kind of blurring lines between like, uh, accomplishments and goals, but like next year I really want to get back into cycling. So I'm trying to like get to it now in the winter. So, you know, as spring and summer come around, I can actually get on the bike and do something. That's really cool. I remember when we first met in Louisville, Laracon, um, I was like, we were on Twitter. I was like messaging, Hey, anybody want to meet up for dinner? You're like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. And so that was the very first time we met up at the, at the, um, lobby or whatever. And I remember I had just gotten a new mountain bike and I was riding with some guys and like, Oh yeah, I used to ride for like, you know, whatever, whatever, semi pro. And I'm like, no way. Are you serious? So yeah, that's pretty cool. That was like a b- really big part of your life. So that's awesome. Yeah. Getting back into yeah. That. It's uh, it's nice to not like get back to it for purely fun and not have the pressure of like either working in the industry or cool. need, like trying to be serious about racing and, mm-hmm. and just get back at it and, you know, have fun with it. Awesome, man. Uh, all right. Who we got up next? It looks like Chris, Chris, my man, Chris, Chris, come This is your very first time on the show. My friend, your very first yeah. North meets South meets dads and dev meets TJ Miller meets Chris Gamir belated Christmas extravaganza podcast. This is your first one. Welcome. You even got your name out of the show. Like the, I mean the members, the initial members don't even have our names in it. So like me, Michael, David, we don't even have our names in the show. You have your own tag. What is going on? Right. Yeah. I know. You you got to start that other podcast so we can just tag that onto the end here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. And if there's Maybe. an announcement, you can just feel free to drop it here. But uh, how was your year, man? What are, what are a couple of things that you did this year that uh, you were proud of? It was good. Um, you know, nothing too crazy, like still at the same job, like didn't move or anything like that. But um, I guess a little bit out of my usual comfort zone, I started doing some video tutorials on YouTube and on uh, productivity yeah. and the app Todoist. And it's really taken <clears throat> off. Um Went on a little hiatus at the start of the holidays with like Thanksgiving and into Christmas, but still have a bunch of planned uh, for the new year and, you know, just got to jump back on them. But yeah, getting a lot of good feedback from them. Um, you know, some good traction. So, so just are you going to plan on doing on, any sort of like paid course for that or is this that. just free stuff for now? I don't know. Right now I just wanted to kind of just jump yeah. into it, uh, try my hand at it and just be a free resource for a lot of people. Uh, because even if... You don't use Todoist or even looking into getting into like more productivity systems or even using any sort of uh, to-do list. Like you can just use these tutorials and kind of jump in and it's a little bit of setup like specific for Todoist, but it's really like how I kind of like schedule my day and tasks and things like that and kind of like a insider look at how I plan things out and and kind of work through the things that I need to do. Um, so it, I think it's helpful for yeah. a lot of people. Awesome. That's awesome. Hey, didn't you write an article for something as well? 
Is that you? Oh yeah, I did a yeah, I did a handful of oh, right. uh, Laravel gotcha. news articles towards oh, the beginning right. of the I year. So yeah, I got to jump on that too. So yep, yep. I totally forgot about that one. That's awesome. I thought it was either that or like Hacker Noon or something. I couldn't remember if it was you or somebody else that I was talking to that had recently written a letter from. Yeah. Yeah, Laravel News did uh, three or four of them and have a couple ideas with those too, but just, yeah. you know, <laughs> got off the wagon and got to jump find back on and find the time no to, joke. to yeah, do all the sure. stuff, like I'm sure you guys know. That, that wagon's a real <laughs> thing for sure. If you jump off of it, sometimes it's hard, hard to get back on there. <laughs> yep. Bro. Yeah, the train. It's, it's yeah. moving fast. Yeah, moving fast. It's off, crazy. You might not be able to get back on. Yeah, and, and for those of you who have kids, it's like you got to drag your whole family onto the wagon with you. It's like not just you anymore. You just got to like, okay, guys, link arms. We're jumping on the yeah. wagon. Let's go. Yeah. It's go time. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly, are, and those yeah. little ones are rascally. Uh, they, they yeah, Michael knows all about that. Those, those, those newborns, <laughs> they are terrible to get on that freaking wagon. Impossible half the time. Oh, yeah, and it's it's not even that. It's more so that because Eli only naps for half an hour at a time, I don't really David. have enough time to start anything. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, group chat. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, you put him down, you go and sit much. down, and by the time I kind of get into something, he's waking up again and it's time to pick him up. And, you know, it's has got him all day pretty much when I'm at work. So when, when I'm home, then I try and spend as much time as I can with him number one, to spend time with him, and number two, to give Re a break from, um, you know, being with a baby constantly. So, yeah. and then he goes to sleep at, you know, eight, nine o'clock, and then we kind of spend a bit of time together, watch some TV or whatever, and then we go to sleep. So, there's not really a lot of hours in the day, um, but he's getting a bit better, especially we spoke about on a on a previous um, North Meet South where if I get up at four o'clock, it's because Eli's woken up. Yeah. He's sort of... Waking up now, getting a nappy change, and then settling back to sleep for Good a couple man. of hours. So maybe, maybe that time is coming up now where I can kind of use that hour, two hours before I have to get ready for work to do something constructive with my time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Chris, I cut you off at at one or two. Uh, sorry about that. You can, yeah. No, that's okay. It's all right. I know you do that. <laughs> oh <stuff>. my gosh! <laughs> wow, oh, man, throwing some shade in that first year, bro. I, I like it. This is horrible. I thought I was wow. catching some serious. It is hate coming in hot. Oh, I, I mean, love if Jake, Jake was in charge of this show. You wouldn't get it's invited right. back. So you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> guys i'm just trying to be i'm just trying to be a good host here right i'm just trying to like keep things moving so if i cut you off you know sorry about that chris sorry all right we're we're good all right just do me all right that's all right just do you jake that's all right uh next one is um uh a little bit more personal i've been doing uh, meditation with the headspace app and i'm over wow. 132 days doing different meditations and programs and things like that some shorter some longer like 20 minutes half an hour um so something that i've been into for uh probably about two years now and just kind of on and off and gotten some like decent streaks like 75 90 something like that but i always like miss a couple days but right now it's been going strong at 132 ish and you know we'd like to keep that going awesome, through man. This um, whole i'd be next curious year to know like so what is that what does that look like for you is it um because i mean i suppose meditation means different thing to different people but is it just kind of like a time to is there like a specific method that you're using for that or is it just like kind of clear your headspace or 
Yeah, the Headspace app is really good because you can go through specific courses on like any topic. So it could be like relationships or finding focus or they have like little mini daily ones or um, really anything like that or guided or unguided. So if you just want like pretty much a timer and someone says, you know, here's when you start, here's when you stop, um, you know, you can certainly do that. And I tend to do a lot of the programs and courses, but um, sometimes I just get into it and let my mind just kind of ramble on things. And it really helps kind of clarify things, um, both with like work and personal and kind of clear those thoughts and yeah. even kind of clear out some of those thoughts too. So I can kind of get back into work or refocus on family or, you know, anything like I've that. I've heard a lot so of really good things about that. App. Awesome, Pretty good experience, That's very cool. I think, so. Yeah. Can we can we talk about this? Yeah. Re Re yeah, has I, this app when she goes to sleep to help her like clear her mind because you know when you go to go to sleep and your brain starts going 100 miles an hour thinking about the day, thinking about tomorrow, thinking in her instance, um, you know, if I go to sleep now, I'm only going to have to wake up again because Eli's going to wake up. Uh, the other night she was using this app and then I get belted while I'm asleep because oh I fell asleep before her meditation thing had finished. She's like, how do you go to sleep before the app's finished? Oh, I can't help it. I roll over, I close my eyes, I go to sleep. That's not my fault. Oh, poor Michael. She clobbered me. She clobbered me. Australian yeah. women are abusive, I believe. They are. Like they the are. like the nighttime meditations i think are a little bit different i don't necessarily mm-hmm. count those because i i do the same oh, thing it's yeah. like five minutes into it like i'm i'm done um so i usually do them like first thing in the morning like when i wake up or maybe like come back from the gym before i have to get my son um even like maybe coming back to work like right after lunch or something like that like it's really helpful kind of mid work day too just to kind of separate and kind of get back into you know work or whatever flow that you're you're getting into um at night is really hard because like you said you just fall asleep mm-hmm. and which can be helpful yeah but yep okay so i don't remember if that was two or three so i'm gonna give you okay so that's two my last one was real quick uh we just paid off a ton of debt so we are now debt nice, free man. for Congrats. our mortgage um, so Amazing. that was like six school Ooh, loans wow, man. and a uh, home improvement loan. So that's going to be, oh, that's awesome. That's going to be some, that's awesome, bro. Congratulations. Going into the yeah. Nice dude. Yep. Hard work. That's nice. Um, all right. Thanks. I will go here. Cool. So, um, three things I'm proud of. It has been like a crazy 2018. Uh, I feel like it's been one of those years where it's just sort of like survival mode, which may sound a little bit weird because I haven't had anything particularly cr- like hard and, and like, like that I can think of specifically, it's just been a super busy year. Uh, like one of those years where I feel like life has just been like coming at me and I've just kind of been like dealing with it as it comes. Um, so, uh, like looking back at the year, like it's hard for me to like, Oh, I set these goals and I did this. Um, so that feels a little bit sucky, but I did do some cool things this year. So, um, uh, when you said, uh, paid off some debt, Chris, that reminded me we did, we did get some credit card debt paid off, which was really cool. Um, and so we have no credit card debt at this point and all school loans are paid off. Now we're working on vehicle loans and things like that. So, um, yeah, so that, that does feel good. And, uh, I'm, I'm kind of 
like again, uh, blurring goals and, and, uh, accomplishments, but that's going to be one of our big focuses for 2019 as well. It's just continuing to kind of work on that debt chip away at that. Um, it's interesting. Like, it seems like there's a couple people that I know of kind of in the community that are, are working through that right now. Um, I just read Paul Redmond's 2018 post and he said he's doing a lot of that, right? Like chipping away at debt and, and only has a couple things left to go. So that's really cool. Um, I ran a 5k this year, which sounds like not a huge deal and it wasn't a massive deal, but that was really cool. It's something I've wanted to do and I've just kind of put it off. Um, we are work sponsors, a, a 5k every year called the five chaos and all the proceeds go towards like, uh, addiction recovery services and things like that for people in the community. So, um, it's like, uh, like one of those like tough mutters or like Spartan runs really has like, you know, a bunch of obstacles and stuff. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I got to do that. Um, I finished like fourth in my age group, I think, which was, which was awesome. Um, but I want to get first nice. this next year. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for is like get first in my age group in the competitive uh, bracket. And so that's kind of why I was asking about that TJ is like the running those three or four miles. I figured like if I start training, like couple months ahead of time, uh, something that kind of like increased my speed or whatever. So like, I'm not dying the entire time, which is what it was this last year. It's just dead the whole time. Like, you know, after you run a mile and then hit a couple obstacles, you're just like totally winded. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I should throw in some different types of workouts too. That's a big key, like throw in intervals or a tempo run or you know, do some long distance at slower pace and that will, that will really get you in shape. Yeah. Andrew, you're a, you're and a big runner. You, did you do some running this year? Like you, did you do a, uh, did you do a full marathon? I just, I did two halves. I mean, two I guess halves. put together, they're full. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that <laughs> yeah. Works. I, I haven't ran a full since, uh, well, it's been six years. Yeah. I was just talking to my wife about how I'd like to run another full marathon. So, uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a while. So I think this next year, a goal, we'll see if it happens, is to run another full, which is a, a big time commitment. Unless you're just like crazy good shape and you could just pull one out. Uh, I, it takes me like four and a half, five months to. Uh, oh, to gosh. For one. Yeah. And, you know, like when you start getting into the, the, the you know, the third month, you know, well, third, fourth month, you're, uh, you know, you're running like 18 or 20 miles on Saturday. It takes a couple, like, three hours or something like that Jeez. depending on how fast you are and the time you get done like recovering and doing all that just it's a lot of your day yeah man um and yeah so it's and it's just hard as crap but i i like it though it's one of those things that i like to try to do and get you in good shape and so i might try to do it in uh, san francisco when i'm visiting webflow oh, that's a great idea yeah uh, possibly in july so it's perfect timing for how i want to do my half marathon in june uh, and that could be part of my training plan. And then I'll go into the full marathon in late July. Uh, so, yeah, man, I've never done a tough, a tough mutter or any type of Spartan obstacle race or whatever, but I've wanted to. Sounds yeah. really fun. Yeah, this one was, I mean, like I said, it was only 5K, right? But I think there was like 20, I think yeah. it was like 28 obstacles. It was insane. Oh, so yeah. There was a lot that's of more them. more than a 5K, you know, all yeah. that. Just, geez, that sounds very tiring. Yeah, it was brutal. But you got fourth, though. That's incredible, man. If, you know, for not doing it often, that's pretty amazing. You probably could get first if you trained harder. That's not, I think that's the only reason I actually was like, I might go for this because I looked at it and I'm like, man, if I got fourth, like maybe I could get, you yeah. know, now obviously there's a lot of people in like younger age brackets who just smoked me. Right. Like, so how many people yeah. were in your age bracket, Jake, before we get too excited about and how old are you, Jake? Like- Michael, Michael, <laughs> just e- take it easy. Take it easy there, dude. <laughs> who cares that there was five people in my age bracket. Okay. <laughs> 
That's like winning gold at a jiu-jitsu tournament <laughs> right. and there's only three competitors. <laughs> That's like it's when like, I was in high school and uh, they would ask for people to like do wrestling <laughs> because there was like less people in the weight bracket that they're you know they just wanted points they're like if you lose every round you're gonna get bronze you're gonna get points for the team right you get third place dude yeah. i got roped into that a couple times oh my word <laughs> yeah me out there yep. in the singlet That's having great. no idea what i'm doing they taught me like three moves and they're like all right you're good go get destroyed <laughs> oh man was it one of the What's no, oil check <laughs> <What's that? laughs> the oil check yeah they, they taught me the oil check dude it worked like yeah. a charm i pinned somebody with the oil check <laughs> I did it on the oh wrong gosh. side, though. I got a penalty. So, <laughs> <laughs> just it's like, well, is there a different word for that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably dipstick. Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> the stick. Uh, yeah. I could throw out some candidates, but it yeah. wouldn't be appropriate for this. Yeah. We have to edit it out. Um. So anyway, where was I? Oh yeah. So anyway, I'm not. I'm not answering Michael's question because screw <laughs> you. Uh, but. <laughs> I was proud of myself, and that's all I'm saying. It doesn't matter how many people there were in my bracket. I I did better than I think I was in the like the top twenty five percent, right? So it was like I don't know, I don't know. There's probably like twenty people, twenty five people in there. <laughs> hey man, nice. So, I yeah. certainly wouldn't. I have no intention of ever running again. Not with these knees. Yeah. No more basketball. No more running. And just bikes and elliptical for me. There you go. Ever? Nah, it's just not worth. I mean, I never ever enjoyed running. And uh, the only real running I did was basketball, and now my body's not very happy with that situation. It was more the jumping, yeah. really. If I could, if I could play basketball without jumping, maybe I'd be okay. But um, how much you could do? No, Just do wheelchair I've, basketball. Yeah. No, I've made the promise now to not. <laughs> Re told me that I reneged that I wasn't gonna, you know, if I injured myself, and then apparently I changed what I said to if I injure myself again, and so I'm sticking to it this time. There you it's go. Just, yeah. I'll just I'll just turn into a beefcake, and uh, <laughs> next time I see you, Jake, I'll be able to bench press you over my head. <laughs> All right, let's do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you to that. We're gonna yeah. try this. <sighs> what, How much what, do you weigh? You know, uh, one. I typically I'm like between 175 and 180 most of the time. All right, so it sounds yeah. like at the next Laracon we're gonna yeah. have a bench press Jake rep contest. Yep, <laughs> I'm I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Yeah. Adam, why didn't do that? Who benched press he somebody? Was, I don't know. I don't. I know that there was talk that he was going to. I don't know if he ever did. Eighty oh, kilos. Man. That's okay. I'm. I'm at seventy five now, so I reckon I could get you up for one rep. All right, by, I can get July. Jake up. No way. Could oh, you really? Just, oh, Dang, son. Running. I can put you up. Yeah, yeah. Lifting weight. <laughs> but how would you get the grip? I know, That's what yeah. I'm what are you gripping? It'd be weird. Yeah. I'll be, <laughs> be oil checking him from the back. Oil check. Yeah. I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to start doing planks. <laughs> Just get my core strength up so I can stay real, yeah. real like solid for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I put up. Uh, let's see. I didn't get to my goal of of benching two sixty five the time the year was over, Holy but I did crap. get one eighty. I got one eighty five up six times, bro. There's no uh, and I got no way two, I could ever do that. I got two twenty five up once, two oh five up three times. I think that's what it was. Yeah, not not too bad, but yeah, two sixty five. Just not too bad. No. That's incredible, man. I got short arms. I have short arms and big pecs. Uh, I don't know. That's probably why. I just bounced off my chest. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. It's like balloons. <laughs> um, okay, I'll anyway. finish my three things here. Okay, so okay. I had the five chaos. Um, so one thing that actually took an enormous amount of time and energy was hiring this year. So, And it wasn't a developer. It was the designer. So went through a lot of applications, went through a lot of process to get a, a designer. And the guy that we got is literally 
just incredible, like and just an incredible designer. So I was super proud of that. Um, he does really good work and it took a lot of work to find him, but I was really, really stoked to add uh, a really good designer to our team. Um, and he's the dude who's using Webflow now, Andrew. So yeah, pretty cool. That, that's so cool. Yeah, so that was a big accomplishment. Does he have a dribble or anything? I could check out his stuff. He's not, just not kind of he's just started just dribble. Design. Yeah, I just I got him okay. onto that. I was like, dude, you need to get this on and get on here. He was on Behance before. Um, yeah. and still has some stuff out there, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of converting him over to dribble and he doesn't, he hasn't done a whole lot of UI or like web stuff. Like he's done a lot of design, but not like a lot of that. So he's really getting into that now and he's definitely got a knack for it. So, um, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll have to, I'll have to share that link with you. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I'm really proud of this year is I spent a good portion of the last couple months working on a, um, working on sort of like a side project for my, uh, company that I do like 20% work for. And, uh, that was a really, really fun project. It's my first project that I've used Laravel Nova on. Uh, it's, um, I used a ton of view stuff and big shout out to Mr. Hemphill for all his help with Vuex. I can't even tell you how many times I reference, uh, your, um, well, I don't know if it's a secret push silver next, like your, your SPA view stuff. Yeah. Not a secret. Yeah. I, I just use that to kind of like cheat off of like, okay, how'd David structure this? Like even I, I have a, we're using some Vuex stuff at work right now to, to do like, like a little mini SPA and, um, I'm working with my other developer and like, Hey, let's see how David did that real quick. And I go over to push silver next. Be like, oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. All right. So he's got that router there. He's got a views folder. All right. That's interesting. All right. So it's a good point of reference just for like having to see how somebody else structured an app and it's been incredibly helpful. So that was really nice. Um, got to use a lot of that. Um, did some really cool stuff in there with state machines. So yeah, it's just been a really great project to learn a lot of new things that my normal job uh, doesn't necessarily afford me anymore. Um, my, my normal job has kind of transitioned into being a lead developer. And so I, as a result, I don't get as much time to kind of experiment with some of the fun stuff that I used to before. I have to kind of delegate some of those fun tasks. And so um, this is a great way for me to do some of that. So yeah, that launched and it's still kind of in like, I'd suppose you'd probably call it like a beta version. Uh, but I was really, I'm, I'm really proud of that and still working on it and hacking on it. And, uh, it's been pretty cool. So that's, that's probably num my number three. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, cool. I, I think we wanted to kind of transition into, um, we said like, I know like at right at this point right now, we are at about 39 minutes. So we could, we have a couple options. We could go into like a book you read or in, movie, in a movie you watched or something like that, or we could just kind of talk about a couple of those favorite things this year if anyone wanted to volunteer those. Um, we could talk about goals for 2019 if anybody wants to share any of those, or we could just jump into trivia. Any, do we have any votes? So we could do the book you read, movie you watched, goals for 2019, or a trivia game. Any, any votes here? I reckon I like if we the do the first two quickly, then we can do the third yeah. one as well. Cool. All right, yeah. let's, do, let's do book and movie then. Um, and give us like just a quick summary of either of them. Uh, we can start at the top again if we want uh, with David. Um, if you're ready, <laughs> David, David <laughs> no, no, not David. Shaking his head. Uh, like, anybody, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll I don't know, know if I read a book. Anybody, anybody want to volunteer? <laughs> to yeah, TJ, uh, go for it. Books. I'm not really much of a uh, book reader. Uh, I remember yeah, this from last year. I'm, yeah, I'm, you told that's, me that last that's, year. You know, <laughs> speaking of goals, that's one of my goals for next year is to actually start reading some more books. My my son is getting super into reading. 
Um, he's like just starting to learn how to read now and he's all about it. So that's cool. Um, I'm going to try to get into it as like part of a goal for myself, but also like something that we can kind of do together that, you know, I think he'd enjoy. Um, but, uh, the book mm-hmm. for this year would be refactoring UI <laughs> like that. Yeah. Nice. I, yeah, man. I, I bombed through that book in probably an hour and a half, two hours. And it was fantastic. Um, I think it's probably one of the first mm-hmm. books I've ever read cover to cover shit since high school. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So that was, uh, that was, I think the only book I actually read this year, but it was also like invaluable. There's like, it was so much mm-hmm. great content to like shove into my brain now, but then to also have the book as like a reference point going forward. Like anytime I do anything, it's like, you can Absolutely. just page to it and be like, Oh yeah, like this is how I solve that problem. Um, it's fantastic. I was just going to say, like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Like the fact that it's a reference guide, like some people had a hard time on the price, uh, but it's the thing is it's so much more than just a book. It literally is like a set of standards that you could give to pretty much anyone. And you would, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't really know of anybody who looked at it and was like, ah, I don't really agree with that. Like most of the mm-hmm. principles are like, yeah, like totally. I, I think that's a good idea. Um, and so it's especially helpful for people who are, developers who uh, I think one of their taglines was like, you know, they were talking through how you can do it with patterns rather than like it just being like an eye thing, right? Like so many people are like, Oh, like to to know design, like you just have to have like this artistic flair kind of thing. And like uh, the refactoring UI book really kind of brings it down to like, here's some patterns that you can use that are reusable that anybody can use. You don't have to be a designer. Um, I'll stop rambling, but yeah, I agree. It's a really, really good book and a great reference. Yeah. I'll I'll just jump in there because I was the same as TJ. That, that's pretty much the only book I read this year. I, I did get two more that I want to read. The year's not over yet, but <laughs> Refactoring Your Eye. And I've already referenced back to it on a few occasions. Just, I just, my only worry now is that instead of making all of my sites look like bootstrap sites, they're all going to look like Steve Schoen's sites. I mean, sites. is that really a True bad story. thing though? <laughs> <laughs> that's not. Well, only until they all look like I mean, Steve Schoen's sites. It feels like a much True. better internet to me. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good yeah, point. and uh, movies. Like I don't think I've watched like a movie for grownups this year. I think it's all been like kids' movies. Mm. Um, and so I guess out of all of yeah. those, I'd have to say uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Like the the new oh, nice. the new Wreck It Ralph, and one of the reasons why is I yeah. think they did such a good job. Like my son was entertained the entire time. But also as someone who like is on that cusp, and I think we all kind of are on that like cusp of like we remember before the internet, but it was also still like early enough to play a really influential part of like our childhood and like up mm-hmm. to clearly up to where we are now. Um, there were so many like little Easter eggs of like early internet and like kind of um, I had like a lot of like inside laughs, especially being like a developer who works on the internet of like little like Easter eggy things they put in there. And I thought it was fantastic. That's cool. That's awesome. Very cool. All right. Who, who else wants to jump in here? I hit my goal of reading 30 books. No, you year. didn't. 30 freaking books. Holy hell. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And most of them are novels. And he doesn't read <laughs> baby books either. I've seen this. No, these the are, these are all novels. These are real, real adult books. Yeah, other than one book, oh, two books. So I read, most of them were science fiction or fantasy, and then I read a couple of, like, 
leadership type of books um, and development books, but they weren't very long. Um, but I, yeah, I have a love for fantasy and sci-fi. So I think my favorite, I think my favorite fantasy sci-fi type of book was the very first one of the year. I've read some really good ones this year, but it was called uh, Children of Time. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the uh, author's name. It's kind of crazy. But uh, it was intense. And I would say it's probably some of the most brilliant writing I've ever wow. I've on ever my list. It was amazing. Yeah, you got you got to check out that. I mean, if you want to read some really interesting stuff, just uh, the storyline is really, really good. Um, and so, yeah, that was good. And then maybe like non-sci-fi uh, fantasy, I read Radical Candor. And that was kind of so for work slash just myself. And so uh, one thing that we do at Webflow is something called 10% time, kind of taken by Google's 20% time. Uh, and we were able to, like, pick something to work on or read or just, you know, just improve ourselves. And so I picked reading Radical Candor because it's something that seemed like everybody in the office was reading. Uh, and so, yeah, it was really, really good. And I took a lot away from that. And... Uh, I guess that's it. I, I don't think I actually watch any movies this year, which is nuts. I don't. We don't have a movie theater here, so nothing new. But I don't know if we've rented anything. I I can't remember. I I think Incredibles two maybe was no yeah one that we I loved it. It was it was pretty solid. Yeah. Um I really want to see Ralph breaks the internet, but I'll have to wait till it comes out. Uh, but yeah, so that's the only thing I can remember. Yeah, so. Radical Candor is on awesome. my uh, is on my like reading list for for next year. I think it's like one of the first ones up on the list. Cool. Like it sounds really good. I think um, yeah. Phil Zangle. I don't know if he posted it on Twitter, but I know he posted something on Instagram about like his reading list for like the new year, and he had a couple on there that like instantly went yeah. on my list. And Radical Candor was one of them as well. Perfect, dude. I got a this freaking... one was really good because it. Yeah, it just had a lot of of real life examples that she had given from Google and Apple, and I, I thought they were just awesome, uh, just to learn from. So I like the whole concept of radical candor and just developing relationships with people before you know you critique or you bring you know confrontation. Uh, the the big thing with it was caring personally, caring personally before challenging directly so like care for that person you know and show that you 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 know honestly appreciate them or understand them that you're listening to them um and then you can when you get to that spot and develop trust you can you know bring up some of the hard subjects or things like that and then the other flip side of that is even to give uh adequate praise to somebody like instead of just kind of giving like a generic or blanket praise like hey good job you did awesome at that conference or whatever like if you get to know somebody you can really make it you know valuable saying that they did something good because Mm. you know them and you took some time to invest and learn what they were actually saying or you know how they improved uh personally so yeah i really enjoyed that that part of the book so that's awesome I read that one too, and I'd highly recommend cool. that as well. Um, and I thought it was also good on like the manager side of learning how to accept, you know, feedback and make it like an open environment, you know, to receive feedback from, 
you know, the people who are working with you. Um, and again, she gave some really good examples of how to do that. So definitely. Andrew, by the way, the way you pronounce that is Tchaikovsky. Is it kind of like the, uh, the composer? composer. Exactly. Like the composer. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you know, the audio version is really good TJ. If you want to check that out, you mentioned it in the chat, uh, for, yeah, like I, I can, uh, I've got a lot more time on my hands to like get through audiobooks, especially like I found that one thing about running is that like, I can, I think it's a good, I feel like it's a good time to like get through, um, audiobooks like this, like not, not so much like, so like if you took radical candor and you tried to run to that, I think it'd be pretty frustrating, but like running to something like something like a sci-fi book, I think is like pretty good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Have you just, I know we're going down the book lane quite a bit, but have you listened to a red, red rising yet? Oh my gosh. I I think before you do children of time, do red rising. It's more like action pack and like really good. This is more like introspective. I don't even know how to say it. This is more brilliant than red rising in the sense, like this, the, the concept of it and the writing, but red rising is more like action packed and like emotional. Did you read the golden sun one this year? Andrew? Yeah, I did. That was top as well. Very, yeah, very good. That was good. That was freaking mortifying in some area. I don't know. Maybe not mortifying is the right word, but it was like, maybe feel really uncomfortable <laughs> in spots. Yep. <laughs> it was just like, dang, that was, they took it to another level in this book. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, I didn't. Anyway. I didn't realize it was the start to another series. So I got to the end, and I'm like, "Wait a second! They didn't wrap it up. What the heck?" And so I thought it was yeah. like the fourth and last book. No, it's the fourth of four, five, and six. So it's like Ooh. I was a little yep. bit frustrated at the end, but it's that's cruel. It's, it is cruel. It is cruel. Um, I'll jump in yep. here. So a book I read. Um, I read a f- crap ton of books. Uh, as far as like, I read a lot of fiction books this year, and I read a lot of leadership books this year. Um. If I had to pick top leadership book, I really liked uh, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Dude's a freaking boss. Oh, he's man. amazing. He's so, I mean, I'm all like Jocko these, these days. He's, he's the man. Um, I tried to get Taylor to bring Jocko in, and Jocko in as a keynote speaker for uh, Laracon this next year. I thought it'd be pretty, pretty cool. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think half people know who Jocko Willink is, but, um, but anyway, uh, that's, that was a really, really good book. Um, he basically, he was, um, in, uh, the war in Iraq in, in Ramadi, Iraq. And he basically just talks about the leadership lessons he learned while in combat there. Uh, so it's him and Leif, ba- Leif Babin, I think is the other dude who kind of is the co-author, um, with him. So I did the audio book version of that and it was, I burned through that thing. And then I'm going through their second book was, di- which is dichotomy of leadership right now, but they're, they're really, really good. Uh, really, really good books. I'm not going to kind of there's a lot of things there, but basically extreme ownership idea is just like, don't make excuses, like own the problems, uh, make them yours. Like don't blame other people, take ownership of it and then solve problems. Right. So, um, it's, it's a great book. Uh, I started reading the, uh, Calderon series this year, uh, which is good. I'm through, I'm on book four of that one right now. Um, it's like Furies of Calderon, I think is like the, uh, the first book. Um, but I'm in like Fury or like, uh, I can't remember. I think like Captain's Fury or something like that right now. Anyway, that's a good series for fiction. That's been really interesting. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. Um, movies I've, the only movie I watched this year was a quiet place. That's the only theater I went. That's the only movie I went to see in the theater for those like an adult 
thing. And that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that. It was good. Uh, I wanted to see it since I saw the trailers. Um, and then um, I think that like for me, the the thing that I really enjoyed and I'm, I'm kind of into right now is um, so Making a Murderer season two. And did you guys watch that? Uh, I think I'm about halfway yeah. through it. Yeah. So uh, season one was brutal to watch. Season two is almost worse. Um, I think it just is a very interesting perspective on like, the justice system. And then I'm listening to serial, uh, podcast, uh, season three, which is a very, very similar sort of idea. So just this whole concept of, of people being basically wrongfully accused and convicted and whatever, it's just, it's very, very interesting. Um, it's, uh, it's been good. Oh man. So seri- season three's come out with serial, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's I awesome. To get to watch, put that on. It's awesome. It's been a long time. I yep. never fig- found out what happened to that guy if he like made out. Don't tell me. I'm not gonna say anything. I wouldn't. Yeah, I won't say anything. Okay. Yeah. So that was me for uh, books and and movies uh, and slash podcasts. So yeah. Nice. Who else? Who's up? Uh, let's see. David or Chris? I think it's you or or Michael. David or Chris or Michael? I'll take it. Go, okay, Chris. Um. Yeah. We're we're terrible with movies. Uh, we usually just catch up on series and. Things like that, because we can never figure out what to watch, because we have completely different interests. But um, I think towards the <laughs> ditto, ditto, I can yeah. commiserate with you, my it's friend. Tough. So it's like we could either argue for an hour to figure out what you know movie to watch, or we could just watch yeah. something else that we both kind of like. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was my night tonight. That was my evening. Like we have like this is, and I know I'm cutting you off again. So like stereotypical Jake, American Pickers. Like literally that's like the default show. And like, we had this, we had this discussion. We looked for something for like 20 minutes, like screw it. American pickers. Like I hate this show, but it's the only thing we watch all together all the time. Like, Oh yeah. We've been going through Sorry, uh, I'm friends done. on Netflix, which is Futurama. That's the, always the default. Nice. If no one can make a decision, we're watching Futurama. Nice. Uh, but we did watch, um, black Panther, which was really good. I'm sure. Most of you guys have watched that. That was really good. Oh yeah, was I don't like, know if yeah, that actually came out this year, good. but we, I don't know, forgot about we it. Watched it this year again. Terrible with movies, um, but a book. I've actually read a bunch of books this year between like reading and listening on Audible. Uh, my initial goal was twenty books. I got twenty eight right now, and might be able to finish up two more. So we'll see. Um, but I really liked Essentialism. I read that earlier in the year, and it's pretty much just about going through you know, life and just making decisions and figuring out what is just more important or essentially like what is essential to your life and uh, interests and family and career and things like that. Because you know, too many people just say yes to you know so many things out there. So being able to you know see a new you know, decision kind of coming through um, and just figuring out if it's viable or not. Or, you know, if you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to another. So just being able to weigh those, you know, pros and cons and decisions and figure out, you know, what is, uh, you know, most important, you know, to your life. So I've been doing a lot of like that sort of reading and um, minimalism and, and things like that. So it's been really eye-opening in a, a lot of occasions. Yeah, I just added that to uh, my list. That's definitely something I suffer from quite a bit. 
So we'll, uh, <laughs> and we were talking about that. Read. We were talking about that too. Yeah, I've I've been uh, I, I've come to the realization over the last couple of days that I deal with um, like two core types of like paralysis, like analysis paralysis. Like I don't default to action. I default to like trying to think through like outcomes and like I, I need to start defaulting to action rather than like defaulting to like thinking about it. Um, and uh, how did I describe the other one? Um, like priority paralysis. Like when everything's a top priority, nothing's a priority. So yeah, like uh, I think myself. I think this book. Yeah, I think this like book kind of. I don't know. Maybe maybe sounds like that kind of helps get through some of that. Yeah, I was like reading this article recently. It was about like Abraham Lincoln. I think it's it was what it was, and it's talking about like how it was like basically leader, leadership principles we could extract from like his life or whatever. And it's so like one of the really important principles of a leader or characteristics of a leader is being able to tell not only what's really important but what's really not important. Right, like being able to figure out which things not to do, like what things are are are. Yeah, they're important to somebody or, or to something, but like they're not necessarily important to me or like I, I have to deprioritize these things. That's a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. Especially when you have a family, doing the essential things is very, very important. Mm. You just yeah. waste time and yeah, lose what's valuable. It's trying to yeah. figure out also like what's valuable in between like, you know, things that you want to pursue for yourself, but then also trying to balance like what is right and like what you want to also do for like your family and being like being able to support them and then also support like the things that they want to do individually as well. It's, it kind of gets like real, uh, real muddy can be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. We got, uh, David and Michael. You got anything there, Dave? David, I can do this. Yeah. I was thinking a little bit more about the whole book situation. Uh, like TJ, I don't read a lot of books, but I, I desire to. But I did pick up um, oh, yeah. Pooter, mm-hmm. yep. the old Pooter book during vacation. I got through about 75% of that before uh, vacation was over. <laughs> and was reminded of a lot of the simple techniques for writing object-oriented software. Even though all the examples are in Ruby, it almost is like better that it was that way because... Ruby almost can read this right, it's code true. too. So the concepts come through rather than the code syntax being like, oh, I don't know the syntax. Um, I was kind of an early reviewer for refactoring UI, so I, I guess I read that <laughs> since I read it. <laughs> and I like that book a lot. Um, and then another one I didn't get to finish all the way, but I started was It Doesn't Have to mm. Be Crazy at Work. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was a really good one too. DHH and Jason Freed. Yeah, I'm been sawing through that which it's mostly a rehashing of things i've already read through their twitter streams and you know medium articles but it's good to have like this consolidated uh, tome of advice and an opinion on those subjects because even though i don't really have like employees or a big business um and pretty much just me it still can get pretty crazy at work especially with the volume of uh support requests and different things i gotta handle 
as a small business owner. Side note, uh, good use of the word tome. I never, I've never used that word before. I, I didn't even know what it was. I had to look it up. That was a solid. That was a solid reference there. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna start using you. that now. That word. <laughs> so as far as movies, I I struggled to even find any movies that I liked this year, but I did find them once I went through the IMDb and uh, Rotten Tomatoes list. Um, I guess I don't really have any favorites. Probably, well, I guess my favorite one of this year that I watched. Uh, several reasons, but. Won't You Be My Neighbor, oh, which yeah. is a documentary on Fred Rogers. Um, I grew up with Fred Rogers, you know, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and all that. But also because I was having a panic attack on their plane to Laracon AU, and that movie just totally chilled me out, you know. And so I was thankful for Fred Rogers once again, uh, bringing some calm to my life. We... um. Recently, I started letting my kids watch like that. So they have it on PBS. They show like, you know, they have all the old episodes. My kids started watching that. They were like mesmerized. And it's incredible how much slower paced that show is than all the stuff that kids watch now. If you watch Fred Rogers, it's literally like a single shot for like five minutes. Like he just goes like the one take wonder. Like he's, he's the man. But like there's no camera switching. It's just he's and his tone of voice is very calm very soothing like on purpose it's paced it's pretty incredible you go back and watch it you're like and, and just contrast it with like what what kids are watching today um it's pretty amazing pretty yeah. amazing it's like how do you feel when other children yeah. are mean to you <laughs> <laughs> does it make you feel good you know it's, and it's like wow yeah the kids really go yeah and they think about it um uh, another good one you know is daniel yep. tiger's neighborhood which is the sort of the cartoon continuation of that, of that universe. Yeah. A lot yep. more adults should. Yeah. A lot more adults should watch once it. My kids start act, <laughs> once my kids start acting up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my son uh, watched uh, it early on, and what? I don't think he's watched it for probably two years now, and he still walks around the house, like, singing some of the different songs. Um, it It... It's definitely something that yeah. sticks and, and something that we reference, like if he's um, like really upset and like throwing a fit or something, like we'll kind of like bring up the song that goes along with that lesson from Daniel Tiger. And he's like, oh, yeah, I need to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grown ups come when you're feeling back. frustrated. They got all of them. They yes. got all of them, man. Yeah. There's a Daniel Tiger song for every situation. It, was, it got bad when. <laughs> That's true. I think that's true. But they got bad when I started like rewriting the lyrics to those songs. Like some grown ups <laughs> smoke crack. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, right. It's true. Some grown but not necessarily helpful. Smoke crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, that works. <laughs> that's funny. Um I guess other movies. I like Infinity Infinity War. I wanna know what happens. Um enjoyed small oh, yeah that was a great movie that was a sleeper that was a sleeper but it was a good one um another one i'm gonna put on here even though i'm not really big in the horror <laughs> movies is the nun scared but <laughs> jesus right, gotta watch that now. and i don't really i don't really scare but that one was like i don't know if it's a combination of like i was sitting right right in the center of the movie theater it was really loud and there was just a, like enough jump scares but also it was just like creepy underneath um was it yeah. Was it Ralph was it gory? Was the nun gory? 
Because I hate no, those sort, I hate horror movies that are like absolutely just like a gore fest and like how much can you take kind of thing. Like Saw, like Saw Seven or whatever. You know, like all the Saw movies after pretty much two. Um, but yeah. uh, Final Destination, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I can get into ones that are like, People yeah, like thriller sort of like horror movies. I can get into that. The Nun is definitely like supernatural right. scare, it, and there's, I think there's some violence, but it's not like rip someone's face off or not like uh what's that movie with the the alien inside of oh yeah 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 oh that one's creepy Ooh, that's scary but this one's like this one's legit like just scary scary like somebody i guess it doesn't matter they're like you know trying to find this evil spirit and all of a sudden this guy winds up in like underground like buried underground by this evil spirit and it's just like <laughs> it's like so creepy how they did it and and kind of believable, but yeah. All right, I'm gonna check me. that out. No, thank you. That was a scary <laughs> movie. <laughs> Ralph breaks the yeah, internet so was awesome. Go, though. go for that, Michael. There's lots of. <laughs> All right, Michael, you're last on the list here. Last, uh, yeah. So, refactoring your eyes, the only real book that I read. Uh, most of my story, well, book reading, yeah, book reading has been stories for Eli. So we do the. The thing every night when it's uh, bedtime, we read a story. So, lots of Harry McClary, and um, uh, we've we've just got some Doctor Seuss books for Christmas. So they're uh, Doctor Seuss books are hard to read. They're uh, tongue twisters for sure. Yeah. Uh, very cranky bear, the very hungry bear, the very noisy bear. Um, if you do have young kids, refound these. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of like you can do personalized books. Which you can oh, cool. like put your child's name in, and one one we got um, is uh, it's called Petlandia, and that's like your pet. You put your pet, so Sheldon's in there, and Sheldon wants to be rich and famous, and he goes to Hollywood and becomes a big star, uh, but then he like gets sad that he's all alone because he's rich, but he's got no friends, and he wants to come back to Elijah, so. Uh, that was really, really good. Um, there's also uh, The Little Boy Who Lost His Name and The Wondrous Road Ahead. Uh, the Wondrous Road Ahead, I almost made it to the end without crying. So, um, oh, no. It's really, I to- we, we talked about this on, I think, our last episode, Jake, where it's something, something, there's a switch that flicks and just turns you into a big Baby, softie. When you yeah, a big softie yeah, when you become true, a parent. Man. So, um, yeah, they're they're really good. It's just it's just fun to to read and to like really get into the stories and really put on the the different voices and things like that. So yeah, and then and then some nights I'm just fighting with Eli because Eli wants to read, so he's just sitting there going blah blah. blah, blah. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. Um, but I also got this book of dad jokes because I mean that's obviously nice. important. Um, and I'll, awesome. I will probably read. It doesn't have to be crazy at work at some point. I did start... I got about halfway through the Poodle book as well this year before Eli was born and... Well, then Eli was born, so... <laughs> nice. Dude, uh, I, was, uh, I was trying to remember what the movie was that I watched that, like, I was, you know, like, that was specific to what you were talking about, like, as a parent, like... And I think it was The Grinch. Yeah. I watched The New Grinch this year, which was really, really good, too. And I was, like... I was almost a mess a couple times in this movie. That movie was just so silly, but yeah. it's totally, like, the dad... The dad thing. Yeah. One that always gets me is The Ranch on Netflix with uh, Ashton Kutcher, 
um, and it, it did have Danny Masterson on it, but he was uh, written out of the show because of some alleged incident that happened 15 years ago. So that that oh. one that one always gets me. Um, it's it's like a comedy, but it hits it hits, it hits close to home for me. Not that I live on a ranch or anything like that, but. Uh, so yeah, most most of what we do, like, because we don't really have time to sit and watch too many movies now, especially with Eli's thirty minute naps. So we've been watching great news on Netflix lately, which is a Tina Fey, uh, Thirty Rock. We've been going through things like that. We did see Black Panther was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, Infinity War was good, and we just saw uh, Aquaman. And for some oh, reason. Nice. For some reason, they they call him Aquaman, which I think is kind of weird instead of Aquaman, but Aquaman. It's Aquaman, dude. Aquaman. It's, it's you know why they yeah, call him Aquaman? Aqua. It's because he's a, he's a, a superhero from America, not <laughs> from correct. Australia. Sure. Yeah. So would they say it correct? Aqua. Aquaman. Aqua. That's not how you say Aqua, though, is it? Surely you go to the aquarium. No, no, don't we don't say aquarium. Aqua. In Spanish, Aguaman. it's agua. Aguarium. Aguarium. Aquarium. Uh, you're right about that. Aquarium. Yeah. Aqua. Yeah, so I don't understand aqua. how you get aqua. Aquaman, but you say aquarium. aquarium. Screw you. Aquarium. Screw you and your inconsistency. I'm not wanna, saying it's right. I'm only wanna, saying it's better. <laughs> That's right. Boom. Would, would you like a, uh, a water-themed dad joke? Please. I'm stealing, yes. I'm stealing yes. from uh, Dads and Dev. What do you get if you cross a banker with a fish? A loan mm, shark. I don't know. Nice, there you go. <laughs> but um, okay, guys, we're gonna wrap this up because I know like some of you guys, it's like practically two in the morning. Um, we are currently at uh one hour and twelve minutes, and I'm guessing most people have stopped listening by now, so that's okay. Um, why don't we do uh, why don't we hit everybody with one piece of Christmas trivia question, see who answers correctly, and then we'll wrap this thing and call it a call it a year. Do yeah. It? Sounds good. Sound good. All, All right. right, we're gonna start Let's with we're gonna start with Andrew. Andrew's the, f- yep. the most left oh, on my screen. <laughs> Chestnuts <laughs> roasting on an open. Kill it. Yes. you got it. <laughs> okay, um, so I TJ sent me this list of all of these um, all of these crazy questions here. So I'm going to try and find ones that sound like reasonable uh, that you may yeah. um, know. Uh, but, but we'll see. Okay. Okay. So here is question number one for Andrew. Here is your question in the song 12 days of Christmas. What is given on the seventh day? Mm -hmm. I bet David knows this one because his daughter sings it so funnily. (laughs) Two taller dudes or two (laughs) taller dudes. (laughs) That was so funny. Oh my gosh. It's almost like any time I listen to that song, it's like the last or the first three. Yeah, down, right, 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 exactly. You yeah, can go so from five like, golden rings. Yeah, five golden rings down. I really don't know. Does anybody know? So anybody want the steal? I don't here? even think I listened to that this year. David's, David's w- trying to give you a hint here. A snake? Seven <laughs> snakes? <laughs> seven seas? Uh, not swim. seven snakes. Seven swimmers. Seven swimmers. Swim. Uh, what's he? Swans are swimming. swimming. Swans are swimming. Swans. Oh, swans. Did you say swimmers swimming? Yeah, what else? Have you ever heard swimmers swimming in the in the song, days of Christmas? <laughs> Maybe in Australia where it's the middle of summer during Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Aquaman. Okay. Yep. 
Aquaman. That's the answer. Seven Aquamans. <laughs> seven Aquamans. All right, seven Andrew. Seamen. Andrew, I'm sorry, you you did not get your Christmas trivia. Nope. All right, you're, you're out. out. Um. Okay. Uh, What's the answer? See. Seven swans of swimming. Seven, seven swans, swans of swimming. Swans of swimming. Swan, okay. Swans swim. I thought they had wings. Well, they also swim in the water. They they float in the water and they paddle with their feet like right. ducks. That's what they, they call that. They don't swimming, swim. I guess. They don't. No. Do you have to be underwater <laughs> no. to be swimming, Andrew? Hey, yes. Hey, if you're on a floating device, right? And you're paddling around with your feet. Are you swimming? Yes. Well, technically, are they on a floating device? They're on their body. So if their you're body, on top they, they're, of the they're, water as a They're still tight, dude. They're, how, how they're do you swim? tighter than a frog's exactly, butt. Exactly, Andrew. Like, do you not get into the pool and you float atop the surface of the water whilst flailing you your arms and legs? I like. It. I go down to the bottom, bro. <laughs> it's not Hold my breath and go. It's all, those, it's all those muscles from bench right, pressing Chris, okay, Jake okay. so much. <laughs> yep, Aquaman. Right. Yep. Aquaman goes on the bottom. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I like how we just tied in like three things right there. Uh, Aqua. Aquaman. Aquaman. Okay. All right, Chris, you are up. Right, Here's your question. Chris, in what country did the custom of putting up a Christmas tree originate? I have no idea. Um. All right. You've got a 1 in 152 or whatever chance of getting this right. Should I narrow it down? It's like a uh it's in the European area. 95 countries. 1 in 195. <laughs> Is that David? Angel something? <laughs> Moose country? Like I don't think that's in the EU. No. <laughs> what is he doing? He's got one in 50 chance now. Oh. Here we go. Is, is, it, is that devil horns? No. <laughs> no. Antlers? Like is that an elk? <laughs> uh, so I'm going to... I'm trying to make a symbol with my fingers. Oh. Whoa, don't... It, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <Can't make a> <laughs> <symbol>. <laughs> I'm with you, David. I got that. I have no idea. Anybody, anybody <laughs> want to take... <laughs> Anybody want to take a guess? Is it, is it a guess if I know it? <laughs> Just go for uh, it, man. Tell me, David. What is it? It's like Vikings, right? The Scandinavians. Close. It's Germany. Yeah. Germany. We should have put yeah, trades out. Why are we yeah, following Scandinavia the back then? That's true. I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. I'm, I'm half German. You're half German. My I'm, dad was I think born I'm in Germany. German as well. Yeah. And you follow you follow me on Twitter, so <laughs> quiet. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it'd be like yeah, Estonians, sort of Germans. Okay, here we go, David. You are up. So this one's this one's sort of oh like going to be a, a guess for you, probably because I doubt there's any way you could know this. How tall? Okay. Plus or minus twenty five feet. So I'm going to give you a barrier there. All right. So I'm going to give you a little padding. How tall? Plus or minus twenty five feet was the tallest cut Christmas tree. Hmm. <laughs> are you laughing at Andrew? <laughs> Reading about swans, yeah. I'm I'm learning all kinds of stuff about swans here. Like they can die of heartbreak. They can die of heartbreak, and they they swim. I say they float <laughs> with and with one leg behind their back, and they use one leg to swim. Somehow, I don't, I don't know. Sorry, that's weird. Yeah, that's really weird. 
but yeah, they can die of heartbreak. All right, David. Well, yeah, you, your turn. What do you got? Tell us about Christmas tree. I relate, bro. I relate to those swans. Um, Boom, you got feet. it. It was 221 wow. feet. Wow. So you were, you were within the tolerance there. Yep. 221 feet. Holy cow. Can you believe that? That's insane. I knew that because I've seen like 175 yeah. feet. I was like, that eh, can't probably get. <laughs> it was a, it was a that, Douglas you know? fir, and it was put up in 1950 at the Northgate Shopping Center in Seattle, Washington. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. That is wild. Um, okay. Michael. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find a good one for you here. Um, oh, this is a good one. What is the most popular meal for Christmas in Japan? In Japan, do they even this celebrate Christmas in Japan? They do, and I will give you like a big hint here. Okay, it is like a fast food. Is it McDonald's? I'm oh, not, yeah, I'm not gonna tell you. This one. But I'll, I'll let you think about it for a minute. Is McDonald's your guess? Y- yeah. Okay, no. The answer is no. It's not McDonald's. But d- it's too obvious. But good. Yeah. Good Might, uh, anybody else know other than David what it is? Nope. No. Okay. David, hit us. Enlighten us. You got Wasn't it. it yeah. KFC? It's a huge I deal. I remember that now. Yeah. Freaking huge deal. Yes. Yeah. Fried chicken. Dude, like me some right? fried chicken. Weird. So it's so popular, you have to order in advance or stand in huge lines to get your Christmas fried chicken. That's Some people even start lining up Christmas so Eve salty. to get their Christmas KFC. It's, Isn't that weird? It is weird. Why is it KFC? It's like an actual, it's a, it's a deal though. It's a big deal. Yeah. Hmm. Odd. I feel bad for them. Yeah. KFC. <laughs> That's like their life joy <laughs> at yeah. Christmas. Oh, I've, got a, oh. well, I've got a thing about KFC. I, I, I don't know what it is that oh, makes this happen, but it's the one fast food that I throw up every single time I eat. Oh, no. That means you oh, don't no. put on any weight. No, no calories. <laughs> You yeah. get you get all of the enjoyment yeah. and that's, none of the everybody does that. None of the calories. <laughs> everybody does that. It's great. I, well, I guess we shouldn't make fun no, of. No, I'm not making no. fun. That disease. From December okay. 1974, KFC I, I began to promote fried chicken as a Christmas meal with its long-running Kentucky for Christmas advertising campaign. Why? You know what I was thinking of the other day? It was like, how is it that Coke got associated with like Christmas? Like, totally just marketing. Because it's the, the Santa same bears. as the Santa wears. That's obvious. Yep, that's why. But like they're genius to do it. Like everybody thinks of Coke at Christmas time. It's just, you know, genius marketing. Like I, it doesn't go with anything that you'd be eating. Like who's eating like Christmas a polar bear, bro? Like a Coke, but. I went, I went for a Christmas smart. lunch this year and I picked up what I thought was Coke. It looked like a bottle of Coca-Cola and it was not until the swill reached my tongue that I realized I had been fooled into drinking some off-brand generic cola. The Coke cans right now look weird for Christmas, I feel like. Have you guys seen them? They look odd. Oh, well. Anyway, TJ, here's your question. I've got, I've got an option for you. I've got two <laughs> options for you, okay? Because one of them may be... They're, they're both sort of obscure, but I'll, I'll give you two options here, okay? What country is the poinsettia? You yeah. know what a poinsettia is? Yeah. What country is it native to? So that's that's question option number one. So you can try that one. Or, yeah, well, so, yeah, let, I'll give you a chance. Um, huh. And if you don't get that one right, then I'll give you another one. I can give you a hint. Oh, yeah? Give me a hint. Go ahead, Michael. Mm. Um, there's, a, there's a big building project going up um, in that, well, on that, for that country. They're doing like a 
that, I'm pretty sure they that doesn't really it. help me at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Think about it on a more ironic level. It's like a national infrastructure project. And we're not sure who's paying for yeah. it yet. Yeah, I think GoFundMe's paying we're, for it at this stage. We're trying to get them to pay for it. They're shutting everything down to make sure that it happens. Brazil. Let me put it more clearly. Hola, senor. Really, Mexico? I'm pretty sure it was a, yeah, it was Mexico. A pretty big uh, election push that one. I mean, it was. Yeah, still, it was. Poinsettia. Poinsettia, native to Mexico. Okay, here's the bonus question because I don't have a question because I'm looking at all of them. This is for anybody. First person to buzz in gets this one. Okay. What old Christmas tradition signals to people passing by that the residents of a house are Christian? What old Christmas tradition signals uh, to people yeah. passing by? The- yep. You got candle it. Candle in the, the window. Oh. Candle in the window. Candle in the window. It's not very traditional. I'd use like the blood of a slaughtered lamb. <laughs> That was Passover. <laughs> That's Passover, buddy. <laughs> Look at Hempel showing off his showing off his guns there. Well done, Hempel. Oh, I like this this fisheye cam. That's his victory pose. Take a picture. Yeah. All right, gents. Uh, it has been yeah, it has been longer. another amazing. I'm gonna get the name right here. It has been another amazing. Oh, hold on, hold on for it. Wait for it. Uh, third annual North meets South meets Dads and Dev meets TJ Miller meets Chris Gamir belated Christmas extravaganza podcast. It has been a fun one, my friends. It's been great catching up with all of you. Uh, thank you everyone so much for listening. I think this will probably be put out on the North meets South podcast as well as the Dads and Dev podcast. So if you want show notes for it, go find them. I'm not going to say what they are here. Rate up our podcasts. Get TJ and Chris to do a podcast if you can harass them on Twitter. Reach out to all of us. Send us any feedback you have, any hate mail, send to uh, Michael in Australia. <laughs> he won't get it. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Any final thoughts, guys? It's been a pleasure. This year has been awesome. Thank you so much for being friends, and uh, especially this time of looking for work and everything. You've, you guys were super helpful. So Anytime. I would expect supportive. nothing less from the rest of you for me or for any of us. We're all here for each other. Absolutely. This is, uh, for all of you who don't know, this is the secret, well, should I even reveal it? This is the secret cash money group here, right here, all six of us. This is the cash money group. This is the real Laravel Elite. Cash money co-work. <laughs> yep, this is the real Laravel Elite, started by Mr. Hemphill himself, who's... Uh... <laughs> don't you ever forget. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good one, guys. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful right. new year. Have a great... Um, holiday season hope this podcast finds you well and uh, we wish you good luck in the year to come thanks everyone see See you bye bye bye